Hello there. You have stumbled upon the Terribly Vexed podcast. The fellas have been expecting you. Please prepare to have your mind blown squarely out of your ass. Be sure to set your motherfucker to receive. Enjoy the show. It's the Terribly Vexed podcast with Justin Perleone and Josh Branson. Hello, everybody. Hi. We're back again. Yeah, we're back again. Do you just want to jump right into this thing? Uh, yeah. We had something you wanted to talk about? I definitely do. It kind of just, you know, in our, we'll make this a lean 15, I think. Not a funny 20, dirty 30. Or just wherever it goes at this point. I love it. This kind of, it's something that bothers me big time, about as much as slacktivism does. Which, by the way, I did hear, have you ever heard of the comedian Anthony Jeselnik? No. He's all right. I've only, I've seen clips of him on Instagram, but he was talking about not so much, well, he was not slacktivism exactly, but he was talking about people that put Facebook posts on stuff after a tragic event. Right. And he was saying all that, all that's really saying is, don't forget about me. Kind of putting yourself in there. And that's exactly what I'm, he, he summed it right up for me. Just, uh, yeah. Yeah. But nothing that really grinds my gears. Can we talk about this in another episode? Selectivism? Yeah. Briefly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or did we trash that episode? We talked about it and then we brought it up again with Jeff and Nathan okay. in the last episode, too. Gotcha. So. Sorry. I don't remember what we talk about from one episode to the next. I know. Yeah. There's a process that takes place here. Ooh. And um, <laughs> something was going on there with the audio just a little bit. Oh, I turned it up a little bit. It's uh, just a tad. Sometimes. Dear listeners, we we have gotten into this before, and we've talked ourselves right out of doing an episode for various reasons. Yeah. Sometimes we've just uh, gotten together and shot the shit for a couple hours and kind of gotten a little crunked, yeah. and then we just uh, pulled away, said, I just can't do it. Just can't do it today. Yeah. We talked ourselves out. There's there's like a, uh, you know, you get, you're, uh, you're almost too tired at that point. Right. Just speaking for myself, that last time, that that was me. I was just, I got too sleepy yeah. <laughs> to actually. Especially, like today we had to open the window to get some natural light in here. It's usually just one lamp and it's kind of dim. And There's no beer. There's no alcohol. Not today. Which has been. But sometimes there is. Sometimes there is. Yeah. Sometimes it gets you chatty. Yeah. Or. Get you talking. That's a good thing for a d- podcast. Yeah. But then with booze, you always, there's a wall you hit where you're like, all right, fuck it. And last time I went over that wall, yeah, I think. Yeah. You know, you get the slurred speech and you just get tired, yeah. you know. Yeah, it happens. You're not you're not drunk. You're you're still you're still buzzed. Yeah. But you're um you've lost all will. You're not and a- it's not there's not much anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's really exactly. not. But uh we've been getting feedback from from uh yeah. the listeners and uh Yeah. So we're back. Positive. At, we're we're back for just one more episode. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we got. I mean, she got quite a few. I mean, we got like four, five, three, none. We what? didn't get any. We're lying. <laughs> no, we got. We got an email from a nice lady. We got a couple of positive reviews on yeah iTunes. Yeah. So thanks everybody. We appreciate the feedback. Yeah. Good or bad, we don't care. I kind of do. I, I I've been saying I'm going to read them so we can do it later or not at all. But 
it's it is a little bit annoying because I kind of want a scathing negative one. If that's that would be funny, like Justin sucks because of the but they're all just Josh so damn good. Idiot. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Exactly. Stuff like that. Mostly true. So that's not true. Don't say that. Thanks, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. But uh, so anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's um, that's what's happened a couple of times. At least what? Two times really that I can think of. So not a lot out of 18 episodes. We'd be at 20 right now, I guess. If we (laughs) was able to pull it off. Buckled down. Yeah. We just lost. uh, ambition right at the last second just before we're about to start recording yeah i guess we should we should do a different podcast make a second one yeah because there's like there's two there's i don't know there's this which you know is the conspiratorial type stuff yeah or the mysterious the unknown and then the other one would be just uh almost just complaining i guess just bitching complaining yeah ranting drinking yeah yeah and that one would be more, yeah, yeah, conducive to an alcoholic sort of situation where we're, yeah, sucking them down yep. while we're, yeah, which can be good. It has worked yeah. in episodes past. Some, yeah, every once in a while, it has it has worked. We get a real banger out there, as the kids say these days. They, they're bangers of an episode. That's that what they call them. Yeah, I hate it. It's stupid. I agree. Uh, so today it's just coffee. It's Seltzer coffee. and Diet Coke for me. Open windows. Yeah. And uh, sunlight. <laughs> sunlight. The horn might come out later. I'm kidding, of course. This would be a great episode for that. All right. Well, very appropriate. You asked for it. You've got it close by, right? Yeah. Okay. Always. Good. But uh, what else do you want to talk about? Um. Oh, the other thing that grinds my gears. Yeah. It wasn't just the slacktivism. Well, no, it was it was in the similar vein of annoyance for me. Like, slacktivism people, they annoy me. And these people annoy me. There's a little thing I like to call drive-through etiquette. And the people that don't have it, I think, should be wiped off the earth. Drive-through etiquette? You go to a drive-through, you get a number two no pickles, tops, right? But there are these people, like this morning... This guy's in front of me. He's sitting there ordering one thing after another. Four cups of the frappe stuff. Three bags of stuff. It's like $37 worth of crap. Pardon my French. Just go inside and get it. Yeah. You don't want to go inside for that. Yeah. That's rude. Exactly. That's it. I mean, that's really it. Is It just pisses me right off. <laughs> okay. That's just something I thought, uh, you know, the people out there might relate to. Yeah. I can relate to that. Do you think they should be wiped off the face of the earth, though? Those people? Yeah. Probably. Okay. Thank you. Somebody else agrees with me. You've brought this up to other folks and they didn't agree with you? Yeah, but they're like... Come on, Justin. Patience, yeah. patience. Yeah, exactly. Some of the people I work with, they're like, oh, stop. Don't be like that. You know, do-gooders. Right. But... You're not. Yeah, not a fan. Yeah. Yeah. I, firm, I, I firmly believe... We need some population control. Just like the elites. They believe that. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah, I'm down. Because just before we started recording, we were looking at pictures of David Rockefeller. Yeah. And you're like, how does this guy live to be 106 years old? That's true. Is that what he was when he died? And he was part of that yeah. started 
in fact, that Club of Rome thing, which was all about population control. Club of Rome. Club of Rome, if nobody's ever heard of that before. I've never heard of that. I know. Yeah. But, <laughs> what is uh, it? Uh, it was, you know, like, like a think tank of sorts. A bunch of billionaires get together and oh, okay. try and figure out how they can... Uh, is it like a secret society, one of those things? Well, it was, you know, there's, you know what a think tank is, right? Yeah. Where people get together, and I guess their scientists are paid by billionaires and to basically come up with ways to just, inventive ways to say that the serfs and the peasants are causing all the problems and they need to kind of go away. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's basically what the Club of Rome is. It's, right. a, you know, it's the Bilderberg thing. Yeah. And a lot of people have heard of the Bilderberg thing. They know Bilderberg Group when they get together. Yeah. You know, all the richest, wealthiest, the most powerful people in the world getting together. You're not talking about, you know, baseball games and... Right. Right, right. <laughs> having a friendly little barbecue just... Uh, yeah. Build a burger. Sh- shooting the shit. Yeah. Yeah. They're... Uh, <laughs> yeah. I tried there. I know. Yeah. I know. You always do. You got to love it, though. So anyway think it's it's there's a lot of those that's just one of them yeah and they're always you know got nefarious plans you know the puppet masters right 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 but i mean i, I get it i get why they would want us out of the way yeah totally get it you're a I peasant to, i'm I a go, peasant we get it i i i feel it every day yeah i go to walmart if i was go, a billionaire i would call walmart ahead of time go anywhere clear it out yeah i'm coming in for 10 minutes clear the store it's not right to think that. No, I, not, I know that. It's not healthy. It's not good. Yeah. But now imagine you're, you know, you live on a different planet. They don't live on the same planet as we do, which we were also kind of talking about there before we started the episode. You know, the world is, you can do anything you want, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You cannot. I cannot. No. Everything is, you know, almost impossible for us to do in everyday life. But you have yachts, you have homes all over the world. You Islands. get the best of everything, private jets, travel isn't an issue, you don't have to follow the same rules. So you can imagine how you would want to like prolong that, mm-hmm. and you'd get to, because you get the best healthcare, and uh, you also just, you know, have all the money to do anything. Yeah. Money's not a thing. It's a thing for us. For you and I, it's a thing. Yeah, you know? it, would be, it would be nice just to not have to even... Or wonder how much stuff costs. Think just, about that. Yeah, you just yeah, I'll, I'll take it. You have no real worries. Yeah. So you wonder what these people do when you don't have to like punch a clock, you know, every day. What level of wealth do you think it is? Where you know the whole mo money mo problems thing. But what level? What, what point does that stop? Hundred million, five million, yeah. billion. You know what I mean? Good question. Yeah. Like how far up do you have to be? Like just Tom Cruise. No, he's yeah, he's. You think he's above that? When everything's catered to you. Yeah, that's true though. He's got a. Yeah, a few hundred yeah. million. You're. Okay. You're still. I mean, you're not at the 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 top, the most elite levels, I guess. And you're not right. even if you're just a business owner or something, you know. Yeah, it's and crazy to think. And you've created your own wealth. You may still not be part of, you know, the elite power structure on the earth today. You're right. not going to be there if Justin Perlioni. Yeah, that were to uh, if I busted my hump in this podcast, and we, yeah, we made some millions. Yeah, we're not going to be still not. No, no, we're okay. we're you're not. We're still not in. We're not going to be in right. unless you get some real like massive platform, and then they see that you know 
you're you're shaping ideas and you have followers yeah. and you become an influencer as they call them today then right, right i'm guessing you probably you know get pulled into the fold you know yeah and uh join up or die sort of a situation i guess probably I think bezos had a meeting and he just walked into it and it's everybody there being yeah funny, you're one of us now funny thing about jeff bezos is that his grandfather was already like uh, some sort of a director of darpa it's well, always something. something. I think his last name was Geis or something like that. He was already hooked up with military intelligence, which is kind of basically how he got his, you know, he didn't just create Amazon in his garage and pull himself up by his bootstraps. That's what I've always heard. Everybody needs to know that that, that story is always a bunch of bullshit. That's always a lie. All these guys, you know, that um, they're just propped up. From the get-go. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. You have those those types of family connections and stuff. I don't know what sort of deals are made behind closed doors. I don't know what sort of connections are made. Right. Uh, Elon Musk being another one of those people. You know, he had, you know, some pretty strong connections with people that are hooked up with military intelligence. Yeah. That's eh, all his stuff is all, you know, Starlink and all that shit. It's He's, all it's all military contracts. It's not right, like it's right. right he seems so. to be, you know, doing better than. For the human race, oh, he's than the most. cool Tony Stark, like yeah. right, right. Yeah, that's just a phony. I love image. it though. I do love it. This whole thing with Twitter. What do you think about that? You're a big Twitter guy. Yeah, you know, I there's a couple of people I follow. I know. I'm just joking. You're not really, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you're on there more than me, certainly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, there's like again, there's people that you know will post threads of things that are that are yeah. interesting. I get on there, and it's used. You know, it's it's still a. An app that is used quite a bit yeah, by yeah. by people, obviously. It's not like it's kind of felt like it would, like Facebook, it's really kind of archaic going the way yeah, of... Facebook really took a dive lately, hasn't it? Yeah, it's it's garbage. Meta didn't really do well. But it's well. still being used, right, so, you right. know. But it's, it's like the old person's thing now, that's what they say. It's like, you know, it's grandpa's... For the boomers. Yeah. Get it is. pictures. The worst thing that's ever happened it's, to them, too. It's, it's awful. Jesus. <laughs> to, to quote Justin Perlioni, yeah, it's the worst thing that's happened to that generation. Uh, it's just it's all the nonsense. It's not helpful. No, 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 yeah. no, no. It's the exact opposite of helpful. Hurtful. Sure, <laughs> that too, that too. Yeah, but uh, anyway, you know, it's um, what can you do? I mean, I guess nothing. Yeah. What can you do? We can we can start gluing ourselves to art exhibits and stuff. Is think that's helping at all? Have you seen that? I have. How dumb is that? And uh, what was I listening to just yesterday or the day before? I think I, I think it was Whitney Webb doing an interview. She was talking about. And again, I would encourage people to go and always, you know, who are these organizations? Who are these groups? Who fund them? I think she said something about the Gettys was one of the funders for that particular group that's been throwing paint on uh, paintings yeah. and painting uh, yeah. buildings, the facades of paintings or yeah. uh, buildings when they go around. Yeah, those organizations are um, they're all funded by more billionaires, so they're not legitimate, folks. When you see these people doing this stuff, this is all nonsense. Now, at that level, those people that are doing it, they may be fooled in believing they are doing something. You know, paid provocateurs. You know they're getting paid to do it. Um, 
but the organizations that they belong to are bullshit. They're nonsense. So they mean well is what you're saying. Uh, they may. Right. Those, right. 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 Those idiots that are doing right. it. That's what I'm saying. But the organizations that they belong to are all being funded by billionaires. Yeah. And by, you know, it's, um, it's all nonsense. So they just, you know, it's like I said, paid provocateurs. Who knows what the, they keep, they keep talking about carbon dioxide being the main polluter. That's the one thing that's causing the whole, you know, there's yeah. lots of other kinds of pollution that are uh, a real problem. And, you know, not just that, but like, you know, the whole industrialization of the world, mining, things like that for natural resources. Yeah. People need to be aware that that's never going to be, they're never going to talk about that, you know. I guess isn't the carbon dioxide the major one though that's like crops are that's what that one broad said on did you hear that did you see her talk when she, she threw the paint on whatever well on there's what, been so many of them van gogh it was like recently she's british stopped watching them and it's because it's i so know dumb. it's and it's not think, anything it's not anything to be yeah if you're gonna do something like that shouldn't you actually cause some damage like yeah those paintings aren't just there they're open covered air yeah they're covered yeah. by what the hell plexiglass or something i yeah. guess there's doing nothing. You probably couldn't shoot them with an AK-47 and do any damage. They're probably no. like, I'm embellishing for the purposes of this story, but. I thought you meant the people for a second. Like, no, I meant the, don't go the that paintings. Far. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So, you know, anyway. Yeah. And then, uh, was it James Cromwell? Didn't he, he glued his hand to the counter at Starbucks? Did you see that? Is that the actor? The actor. The tall actor yeah, guy? Yeah, because they don't have. Some type of milk or something? I think it's like a vegan option. I think that was his thing. I don't remember, but just the fact that he, he's, what is he, 80? He walks in there and he glues his hand. It's, it's, it's so um, stupid. Yeah, and it's, they're, again, they're, they're you know, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like that doesn't, and, and I think, you know, I guess if they're, you know, if there is some legitimate, you look at these groups, if they are funded by all these, you know, billionaire organizations again more ngos which i've mentioned that term before non-governmental organizations mm -hmm. if they're funded by those then they're just creating an opposition for people to complain about right they're creating this false opposition oh look at these goofballs you know most people will just see the goofball in the in the museum or they'll see the guy or the gal out there spray painting the facade of a building it's completely point it's kind of like the occupy wall street that was just a Oh, what was that all about? Yeah, that, you know, that was stupid. Nothing yeah. is real. Nothing is coming of any of this stuff. It's all no. you, you have to see who's 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 running the organizations. That's yeah. That's going to tell you whether or not it's legit. Is it some sort of a grassroots? Mm -hmm. Has Justin Perlioni in his basement started a? You know, I'm working on it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but more than likely, that, it's not. It's funded by some billionaire, whatever, uh, yeah. affiliated with some NGO or some think tank. Remember during that Occupy Wall Street thing, Adam Carolla had a pretty good take. He usually does. I'm a big fan. But he said this is this is, you know, the all the the participation trophy generation, you know, like everybody does good, there are no losers, everybody wins, everything's equal. That that was the first wave of these people growing up and realizing everything's not fair in the world. What year was that anyway? I think two thousand ten. Yeah, something ish. like that. Yeah. Lasted for a little while. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I'm pretty sure all of these things are pretty much nonsense. Yep. Um, you yep. know, 
they, they seem to be just more theatrics, uh, you know, a diversion for whatever reason. And you're wondering, like, too, um, if it's, you know, they keep saying oil, oil. I, th- I see that in their little message, you know, when they're, you know, we need to stop oil or whatever. They're funded by organizations and, and groups and billionaires, people that have all made billions off of oil. Mm-hmm. So do they really, are they trying to, they're moving us in that direction, supposedly away from it already anyway with electric cars and stuff. Yeah. But then like to, you know, get all of the resources that you're going to need to, you know, get all all the people in electric cars. I mean, that's yeah. going to require vast amounts of mining yeah. and, and resource um, oh yeah, getting resources all over the world, the the developing world primarily, I guess you know Africa and South America and stuff like that. So yeah, it's just like uh, you wonder. It's just it's more more nonsense, I guess. As I far think it's, as it's just a different yeah. yeah yeah yeah, there it is nonsense. Yeah, it's all the same in the end for yeah. the most part. It's just a different type of damage. I guess just for just just the electric cars. I'm saying like. It's not really doing anything. Order, right. Because right. again, you're saying that carbon dioxide is the main polluter, the main problem for whatever. It's not the entire problem right. of on earth. <laughs> it's it's humans. Uh, but <laughs> what do you you know? Right. There's a lot of literature too, and I mentioned that Club of Rome. Yeah. They've actually published books like like in the seventies, I guess, when they first started, sixties or seventies. And they're like reports basically telling uh, you know, and they're interesting reading. You can, I think you can find some of them on like the internet archive, basically just talking about, you know, the peasants need to, the population needs to lower, you know, we need mm-hmm. to control this and do that. And again, it's all the people that have, they're part of these think tanks and create these organizations where they go around and talk about how everybody sucks. The, the, the peasantry isn't causing the problem. It's the billionaire corporations. It's the people that, you know, have yeah. made their billions and, whatever off of that they're the ones creating the problems but you know they like to sell it on the idea that it's you the little man you know it's it's funny it's all yeah i think it's funny (laughs) well yeah that's 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 why we're doing this whole thing yeah humor exactly everything's humorous exactly okay speaking of humor you want to get into this I'm kidding. Are we ready yet? No, I was just joking. How long's it been? How long have we been going uh, so About far? 22 minutes. Uh, we, got, we got a few more minutes to shoot the yeah. bull. Uh, future episode. All right, so not going to talk about it in depth right now. Just wanted to bring up the fact that my, my dog had passed away, and it's cancer. Damn cancer. I know there's a, I know there's a cure in a safe somewhere, some magical formula. It's got to be. You know? Well, well, maybe our next episode, maybe episode twenty, well, we'll just have a little discussion about that. Yeah. Not that I was, not that I've become a complete and total expert on cancer and chemotherapy and all that stuff, but uh, you have to kind of, you know, read up on it a little bit and research it a little bit just so you kind of know what the hell is going on. Yeah. As somebody you know and love is dying from cancer, why we haven't figured it out, and uh, what the therapies are, which are archaic. Totally. Chemotherapy, you know, as we were discussing before we started, developed in the 50s and 60s. FDA approved some of these different chemotherapies in the early 70s. Yeah. Ancient technology, my man. I know. Ancient. And my whole thing is, how, we've been, how long have we been working on this? Like you said. 50, 60, 70, 80 years? Yeah. Hard. 
Hard, yeah. Quotes, hard. Have they tried everything? Every single thing. Have they tried, you know, rubbing the tumor with some aloe? <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. Obviously, you know what I'm saying. I know what Simple you're saying. Simple things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or are they just going, you know, right up to the hard stuff? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But I did hear something recently. Somebody, I forgot what I was listening to. Somebody was talking about it. I mean, they, I see articles all the time with like, oh, new, you know, wonderful results from certain therapies that are, you know, yeah. they're working on this and it's... Yeah. But I've heard, I've heard this about two things though. Measles, they injected this woman with a mega dose of the measles virus and that knocked the cancer out. And then this latest one was the herpes virus. I think you brought that up. Yeah. In a conversation. And we it's were just like, day. why aren't they working on that? Like, why is that not a, if that wiped it out completely, why should that, why are they not working on that? Or make a virus. We can do that now. Alter a virus that's just a cancer Killing, whoop-asser. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know why they don't do that stuff. Yeah, you know. I, how I, hard can it be? How hard can it be? Yeah. Can't be that difficult, right? Surely not. That's what I was reading is, you know, it's cancers, your own cells doing crazy things and each person's cancer is different. What's going on with your cancer, whatever it is, if you get it, which I guess we all will at some point. That's what they say. If you don't already have it in you right now. Yeah. Especially with the uh, prostate cancer. Prostate. If you, if, if you live long enough, you will get it. And of course, uh, you know, there's the argument if it's environmental or if it's genetic you know, they seem to not know. I guess at the clinical level, it's, you know, doctors and veterinarians are just doing what they're told, what yeah. they've learned in school. But, you know, those secret laboratories off that are developing all these things. That's what I'm kind of referring to uh, in this particular instance, you know. Yeah. Like I was saying, I, you know, it's amazing that they developed chemotherapy. Chemotherapy attacks the fast dividing cells. That's cool. They figured out some way of trying to deal with it. Um with uh, chemotherapy, which is uh, people don't know because I did not know. Uh, it was developed from, I guess, spores and bacteria from soil. So that's, you know, that's amazing that they discovered. That's amazing that it they is. discovered that. Yeah. That's incredible. But the shit don't work. <laughs> so we need to like, you know, yeah. figure something else out because yeah. it's not working. We're definitely going to look back on that as what the hell were they thinking? You know, the... And it's, you it's, can inject chemotherapy, you know, how they, you know, I guess through like a, like an IV kind of a deal and you can go through that and it can actually cause cancer. So it's, it's, um, and how everybody's going to react to it is different too. So it may work. It may not, which is what we experienced, you know, with young Jackie. Yep. It was, yep. um, did we make it worse or better? This is me just sort of venting right now. Right, right. In the in the full episode that we do on this, which I don't even know what that's really going to be, other than just me complaining for an hour. Um, I just you know, yeah. It I guess it helps to talk about it. You know, totally. With my pal here, yeah. People may want to listen. May have lost a pet, family member, which part of the grieving we were process. About this, losing a pet is arguably harder than a relative. Yeah. Of course, you start watching lots of videos on YouTube, people talking about this. The grief, the bond is different. That's the totally thing. Totally you know? different. It's 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 a nonverbal, you know, for the most part. It's this connection with this with this soul that you have that you're every every day of your life, you know? Mm-hmm. Not like a brother, sister, cousin, your friend, whatever. 
it's a completely different, arguably more intimate relationship, you know? Yeah. They see you at your most vulnerable all the time. And uh, you yeah. get to know each other inside and out and your quirks, you know, your idiosyncrasies. Yep. Did I say that right? They love you no matter what, you know? Yeah. That's pure, the thing with dogs. Pure, pure unfallen spirits, right? Yeah. So, you know, right now I am rage. Yeah. Listeners. Yeah. And if you've lost a pet, perhaps you are too. I'm not going to go into the whole thing right now. And next episode. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> next episode, we'll yeah. get into it. We'll uh, dive into that. Yeah. And talk about that a little further. Just my experience, maybe, huh? And maybe that there's some catharsis in there where people mm-hmm. have, you know, experienced the same thing. Maybe you were sold false hopes, like like me. <laughs> Not yeah. that I was, but you just. Well, it's uh, why haven't they figured this shit out? I know. I know. Again, it's ridiculous. I know. You can handle fungus and bacteria and viruses. You know, supposedly a virus just shows up out of the blue and yeah. now you've got a you know a cure for it or at least a treatment that will prolong people's lives magic johnson thinking of aids the height of aids he was he never yeah. he's still alive so he never died yeah. so like you know everybody else was croaking left and right why was it he was able to uh do you have access to some sort of Perhaps. special treatment or medication they kind of knew what this stuff was and could handle it for a superstar for a basketball player i don't know you never know maybe he's just magic could be yeah Maybe he was. Yeah. So anyway, that is not the topic of this episode. And uh, I'm sorry to sort of had to have. It's just the foremost thing on my mind right now. So kind of diverted away from what we're going to be discussing, which uh, is uh, the FBI files were released. Dennis Martin case, 1969, the disappearance. Mm -hmm. New shit has come to light, as a wise man once said. (laughs) The dude. Yeah. How do you want to get started on uh, this whole thing? I don't know. You go ahead. Cause when, I've, I've been running my mouth here for quite a while. I don't think anyone wants to listen to me the whole time, well, right? I mean... Go ahead, babe. You got you it. You go to look at this thing. Well, I will post the uh, link to the actual... Was it? 120-something pages worth of a lot of stuff that was just the same thing over and over again? 120, 130, somewhere in there. Yeah. But, I mean, some of it's pretty interesting. Yeah, man. I always like a good pile of documents to go through yeah a lot of it like i said is just the same stuff that we all everybody knows well yeah they have to kind of like with the different reports i guess they sort of have to like give you a basic synopsis so you see that in there quite often which by the way you know i would encourage our listeners to go and read through these documents on their own you can go to the fbi vault i guess is what it's called you know and you'll see them there you can go through them yourself this isn't you know at some point, the reason why we're doing an episode on this is because um, there was there's a guy that's got a YouTube channel, and we have we started with the missing 411, and of course Dennis Martin case is one of the big missing 411 cases, and we interviewed Dwight McCarter uh, a couple of years ago, and we are they've been looking to get these people have been trying to get these FOIAed for years now. Freedom of Information Act released. And for whatever reason, the FBI has been sitting on them. And within the past year, this guy with the YouTube channel, 
who had contacted us for his video to use a, I guess, a clip of Dwight's interview. Yep, and that's the missing enigma. Missing is enigma. The, is the guy. Sorry. He just recently did, I guess, within the past few months, did a video on the FBI files. He, I guess, from what he said, was he tried to get him released. Yeah. Contacted the FBI. They yep. wouldn't release him. David Politis uh, did that as well. Um, and again, they wouldn't, for whatever reason, release these files. And so he he guessed within the past year is when they just decided to release them. I don't guess anybody else. Just to put them out there. Yeah. Had Freedom of Information Act requested them. Yeah. Um, in an effort, because we do our due diligence here at the Terribly Vex podcast, I contacted the FBI, our local office here in Knoxville, Tennessee. And I think I called them three times. First time I never got anybody. Second time I did. And for whatever reason, yeah, yeah, I didn't. There was, ultimately, there was no luck. The third time, I got a, a voicemail. I got uh, divert. Second time, I called. Okay, second time I called, I got their media office. I tried different extensions. Okay, got their media number, and left a voicemail for one of their media people. I assume that would be who they would. They want an agent talking directly to people. You right. know. You, say something maybe that they think you could use against them somehow or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Legal issues with that, I'm sure. And then the third time I called the, I got a, I got a, like a switchboard operator for the FBI, some gal, you know, and she directed me to an agent and I got an actual agent's office number voicemail and I left a voicemail and I heard nothing back from him. Yeah. So, uh, surprise, surprise, the FBI is all right. <laughs> the FBI, they're not exactly the most, you know, uh, forthright and, uh, communicative when it yeah. comes to this kind of a thing. What if they had your number on like caller ID? They just, God, this fucking guy again. He just keeps three calling. times. Yeah. And he all just... I, and all I wanted to do was get, uh, you know, both a date for release of these files and uh, just find out if they were, and ask a couple of questions about a few of the things because there's some deleted uh, mentions, some deletions in the files. Like I, if I'm looking at it correctly, I saw upwards of about 80, 80 pages deleted, I guess. But there could be more. That was I saw that in a couple of places. Is that kind of what you saw? Yeah, and that's and there's a lot of stuff that's been you know blanked out and redacted. I oh, believe. Oh yes, a lot of that stuff. Which some of it I get like. You know, occasional person's name. You know, they don't need that. But uh, and some um, of those, I think, uh, the guy with the missing enigma was able to. And of course, we know now, just because it's you know fifty, sixty years on, uh, we can fill in some of those, like the keys incident. You can put those in, obviously. Yeah. When the when it uh, goes through the keys incident, when he heard the sound and saw the weird guy up yeah. there near yeah. uh, Rowan's Creek or whatever, mm -hmm. which is a couple hours after Dennis disappeared. Yeah. But looking through this, it did just solidify my belief that FOIA, just if you if you get some docs, they don't have to give you everything. They, I mean, if they don't want to give it to you, they're not going to give it to you. No, there could be more. That's what I'm saying. So like, all right, they give us, all right, here you go. Here's 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 a little bit. Shut up. Here you go. The real stuff is still tucked away. Whatever that could be. Yeah. Sorry. I think my level was peaking there. No, you're good. But, but you know what I mean? Like... The UFO people, especially, yeah. they're getting all these documents, but it's it's always the same garbage. Nothing. But like from the files, like the information is yeah. just the same. It's just always the same thing. Generic. Know? Yeah. 
very limited hangout type stuff. Yeah, a lot of stuff. We we yeah, there's stuff in there we don't know what it is. We don't know. We admit we don't know what it is. Yeah, we know that. Just tell us it's aliens, man. That's all we want to hear. Yeah, but it could be a psyop too. They can just be yeah, totally fucking with you, man. Yep, yep. I know you want to believe. <laughs> yeah, I really do. I really, really do. So anyway, but. did do our due diligence here. I did try to contact them. They were no help, as I didn't really honestly think they would be. Yeah. But. Oh, um, what were you going to do? We are going to say? Nothing. Real quick, if you're listening to this episode, before we get into the actual files, just kind of, we're I don't know, we read through them, and we're just going to kind of go through and um, talk about a few of the interesting things that doesn't really change much of anything not really you know no it's just interesting details on certain which we didn't have yeah yeah that's all it is like yeah. stuff that's come up in like invest in different investigations they did that they didn't that weren't really necessarily common knowledge yeah and if you if you're listening to this episode and you you've just picked picked up the terribly vex podcast uh what we talk about and stuff i would refer you back to the Dennis Martin episode where we kind of talk about the specifics of his disappearance but just for the purposes of this right now i'll tell you just kind of what a brief synopsis of what happened so uh family camping trip into the great smoky mountains national park uh they go up disappear i think dennis disappears it's june 14th 1969 and uh he was with his father and grandfather and uh there were some other people up there i've heard and seen different reports as to who all was up there at Spence Field in the Great Smoky Mountains at the time. Uh, we listened to the Dwight McCarter episode. He said there were some hippies up there. So, you know, one of the big things yeah. is that Dennis could have been kidnapped by one of the people that was up there. Who knows? Uh, other various theories involve Bigfoot, obviously. What's that, what, what is that? I'm not familiar with Bigfoot. I'm not either, really. I just, I've just i seen it quite a bit. We'll have to do an episode on that. Yeah. Yep. Bigfoot, Sasquatch, yeah. Skunk Ape, and also um, Mountain Men or Feral People, yep. which is a more common, uh, which is a point I wanted to bring up too, by the way, while I'm talking about it. I think that term Feral People is sort of a misnomer. I don't think that's actually correct. When, they're, when you say Feral People, like you're... Go back 60 years in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. You sort of look at the contention of the way the park was taken from the people by the government, by the state, and turned into a national park, and people were kicked out. Right. Do we believe back in that time period that people perhaps still lived deep in the backcountry? I tend to believe that, yes. Probably somewhere back there, people decided not to leave, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Just like with the Trail of Tears... Not all of the Cherokee left this area. Some of them went into the mountains and were able to, you know, hide out. So I think that yeah. probably happened with some of the mountain folk back in those days. Do you think that could be happening now? Probably not. Like satellites and stuff would be all just what's this? Yeah, what's this little thing? What's here? this structure? Is there something? Yeah. But, but we've know, all you, seen the village, right? You know, he did it. Yeah, so it's there is that. Yeah, there's that movie, that documentary. Oh, is it not a documentary? I I don't think so. Huh. Okay. Could have been. Maybe it was based on real events. Hey, you know, there's there's islands where people are still, you know, yeah, have never seen modern man and things like that. But yeah. you know, while the Appalachia is vast, you know, it's a vast area. You go into like the Smokies, um, 
just looking at the park itself, it's, you know, half a million square acres. So it's a lot. It's a vast area. Yeah. I mean, 500 and, yeah. Of, mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's crazy huge. You get up there on a peak somewhere and you look out over those vast, you know, expanses of mountains and jungle and then go back 60 years. It's quite possible somebody could have been living there. Mm-hmm. But I don't know to say that they were feral like an animal. They could have been pretty wild and, you know, hills have eyes sort of a deal. But Right, right. They just turn into something else. But for the purposes of our episode today, I don't think you would call them feral people because it just sort of puts a different horror movie spin on it. Yeah, that it may not be the case. Right. But to say that somebody lived there was perhaps watching them and decided to, you know, kidnap or take him um, when he had an opportunity is is quite possible Mm -hmm. if somebody lived up there. Who knows what sort of deviant perverted filthy you know psycho you know could have possibly lived up there somewhere yeah but but at the same time it could have been one of those damn hippies you know those damn hippies up there hanging out in spence field yeah so that's the thing dennis and they were playing and then he um they were going to do a little hide and seek his little was his cousins they went off or with the, the the family there that they were hanging out with and then uh he went one way, they went the other, the kids came back, and again, Dennis was only out of sight of his father, grandfather, and family for just a few minutes, probably at a distance of, I've seen various things, and I think it's even in some of the files, 30 to 40 yards maybe, if that. Yeah. So anyway, uh, you see it, get into this stuff, you'll see that there's lots of different accounts, you kind of just have to find what you think may be in the truth in there somewhere. 30 feet, 30 yards, you don't know. I know, it's a whole... Point being, he's six years old. He he probably wasn't too terribly far away. Right. So, but he disappeared, never to be seen again. Uh, so, where... Do you have any specific examples you want to get to here? Like, start to start with? What, from the files? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, there were there were a couple of things I was kind of like, um, and these sort of came from like uh, watching the uh, the the video that the missing Enigma uh, dude did on YouTube. Yeah, there was one for example. I was kind of concerned about like because th- this could kind of make a difference in like um, you know distances and stuff like that as far as like time frames and could have somebody done something and been somewhere? Could the Keys family have seen or heard what they thought they? saw and heard yeah um from spence field down to the rowan's creek area also known as like i guess the sea branch area in cades cove and uh, i don't think his distance was correct in the missing enigma because i've hiked all that stuff up there you know it's our backyard right you know right and i've hiked that numerous times that area up there and uh plus also you know you can just very quickly go on google earth and check your distances there yeah, I think originally they were kind of thinking that the distance from Spence Field down to Rowan's Creek via the trails was seven miles, but I don't think it's seven miles. And this makes a big difference in your time frame. Yeah. A couple of hours. Because I think the FBI and their reports were saying that nobody could have made that distance. When we know, because I don't know if it was in our actual interview with Dwight or if he said it to me on one of his hikes, but he had, he, he made that distance himself at the time. 
when the keys yeah, thing came, went, okay. came to light, um, he checked it himself. He went up to Spencefield and he hiked down to Rowan's Creek in under two hours. So it could be made yeah. by a person. The person carrying a child? I don't know. But it's not seven miles distance. I think it's probably more four and a half, five. It would okay. be closer to um, the correct distance. Uh, and especially if you know the area well. And if you're sure-footed. Yeah. Because, you know, ultimately they're saying that uh, another one of the theories was that, you know, he was abducted, not by necessarily a feral person or somebody that lived in the mountains, the backcountry, but also just a a goofball because then you see like a white van or a white car leaving from the uh, picnic area down there. That was another one of the theories, you know, so. Yeah. Anyway. Just want to be sure on that distance right there. Right. And they right. talk about it in the uh, in the files. Just when uh, they were talking about the investigation of the two people of uh, questionable reputation that were in the area around that time. Did you hear about that or read about that? Sorry. Yes, I did. Yeah. But uh, I mean, that was just one that is going with the feral people thing. They kind of looked into that. Those two people who could have possibly been involved with a kidnapping. But... Uh, was this in the seventies? Was that the later later nope. years? This was like August. This is on page thirty eight of the documents, which I will link to. August eighth, nineteen sixty nine, was when this letter was sent out to whoever. And was this the same guy they were talking about that was seemed to be unusually interested in the investigation? I guess he was in Cades Cove. No, no. This is just two. This is just a quick letter saying that these two people, their names are not in here, unfortunately. Redacted. But, uh, yeah, but the. They were not uh, in the area at the time upon further investigation, and there was zero evidence of any abduction. Gotcha. So that's just, you know, just something that they threw in here about as far as kidnapping goes with these, whoever these two people were. The people in question. They are, uh, yeah. Yep. But yeah, I mean, just, you know. But they did investigate numerous suspects. Right, right. And screams. They said they they heard screams around, you know, obviously the area so they look into that stuff and that was that yeah and they were these two fellas yeah they were like again they were talking about somebody who was who seemed unusually interested you never know what the reason was behind that who this you know who that person was and so anyway which is odd to be like that did you uh look into those further the other people that they investigated in the late 70s 78 79 Uh, 81 I i don't think so not in my Notes, no, I did not have that. Because they were talking about actually going to prisons. They went to several different prisons. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait, the, the, the hold on a second. I mean, we now. might as well talk about the other suspects because they did investigate what, what uh, you know, Mr. Martin was sort of, um, initially he kind of wasn't really happy or, or I want to say understood or misunderstood what the FBI's involvement was going to be. For whatever reason, you get this from the files and they talk about it. They They pretty much... You know, they weren't going to be a, a boots-on-the-ground situation. I guess there were so many people up there searching and stuff. They weren't really involved, I guess, to the level with which he was would have been happy because he had read, I guess, somebody, one of the FBI agents had given him a report or something. And uh, the guy at the Missing Enigma talks about this too. They had, he had, some, they had some things wrong in one of their reports, and he was very upset about that. As he should be. Yeah. He's trying to get all the help in there that he can possibly get and get right. all the interest to find his son that he possibly can because it, the whole time he's thinking somebody's abducted him. Yeah. 
So anyway, that's one of the main things you kind of get from the files to the, you know, the various agents talking about how they're having to, I want to say deal with his father. Yeah. But they're, they're, you know. But they also, they, the parents put flyers out. You know, they were nationwide. This was a national search. Yeah, it's, it's one of the biggest. Which I didn't realize that until I read these through these things. But I think, I'm not sure if what you were talking about was this story here, a little, this was in 1978-ish. There it goes back and forth on the years. But uh, there's a guy in a Memphis prison. Right. Is this what you're talking about? Yeah, there were, there were a couple of those. Yeah, and this guy, he Which said, I never knew until the, was able yeah, to look into these. You know? Exactly. And this is a little bit, this is like a little Shawshank type action here. This guy says he was a he was an inmate with a you know one of his fellow inmates. Sorry, told him a story about that he kidnapped Dennis Martin, and he told this story to the cops. And they, uh, with newspaper clippings and articles and logs and stuff, they verified the story. And the dude, no names, unfortunately, but the guy that said he heard this story that he said he quote would be too happy to take a polygraph test. Right, so he was. For sure, this guy was. So they found this guy. Are sure that the guy he was with was talking about it? Was talking about it. And that he was telling the truth to them. Right, right. Um, so they, uh, they got the dude's name. They looked for his arrest records, and he was currently incarcerated. So they got him. And they interviewed some of his fellow inmates, and they said this guy, he is a bullshit artist. He just tells these stories to get credibility in prison. Some street cred. Some street cred. And yeah, he uh, that's pretty much it. This guy was just lying the whole time. His ex-wife actually uh, said that he he was down with her during all this time. So he was cleared. Long story short, he was cleared. And there was a couple of those. But it's like... Yeah. But again, this was 10 years later that yeah, they were doing exactly. these... And it's just it's it's just kind of cool. So there was plenty of news about all this that had happened. And right, right. This goofball decided to say that he was. Uh, I mean, what harm could it be? Could could it be? What harm could it do? It's ten years later. Let me take the credit. For, I'm already in prison. I'm just gonna go ahead and say I did it. These guys will leave me alone. He was bullied, apparently. Ah, I see. And you know. Yeah. So you did have a couple of those. They did so, did some investigating like that. They were annoyed with his father, though. Dennis's father. William. Just because of that whole thing. Um, him constantly inquiring. Yeah. And, and pushing and pressing. Um, did you hear about the, the student that was in uh, Portland, Oregon? That was in the files as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, because of these flyers that the parents put out nationwide, coast to coast, uh, they got a letter from Portland, Oregon, saying from a teacher saying that one of these students resembles Dennis Martin, even one time answered to Dennis. Right? But uh, apparently, Dennis had a birthmark on the top of his foot. Which I found this odd too. In the files, it said possibly his left foot. Parents unsure. Do you think you'd know if your kid's birthmark? Yeah, yeah, that's an easy one. 
foot. It's only two options. <laughs> it's not hard to, I don't know. Anyways, it looked like a drop of coffee and they, this kid didn't have it. And uh, yeah, so that's just another thing. The kid just looked like him. And I guess the teacher said, hey, hey Dennis. And he looked over. Just a little test. To yeah, see just, a little, just a quick little test. Like the kid was going along with it somehow. But but, uh, but yeah, but again, nothing. But it was just a... False hopes. Yep, yep. I mean, uh, you know, it's it even talks about him, you know, wanting them to um, kind of look at uh, tips from clairvoyance, psychics. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can understand how desperate the dude was getting at this yeah. time. I mean, you know, how you awful to- would that be, right? So... Yeah, did you read about that one lady that they brought in? They found that rock in the cabin. So this. Oh, she sent him off to. She said, "You need to go here and pick this up and and, and li- underneath the father." She told the father this that she saw a a cabin in the woods, something shiny. It's in her vision, just something shiny. In right. The f- as you face the cabin, the back left corner. So they f- they found this cabin. They assumed it was some. Uh, Ranger Station or something like that. I thought it was like one of the shelters. Up That's there. what I meant. Yeah, yeah. No, yep, you're right. Ranger Station shelter, same difference. But right? I think they, I think they do have Ranger uh, cabins in the park. Yeah, they're sort of off the beaten path, just for you know Rangers and stuff. Because Dwight was talking about this one time, and I was like, "Holy shit, you've got little cabins yeah. up there." Yeah. Anyway, but what's odd? She said in her vision, she saw something shiny in that back left corner. They they get there, Mister Martin. There's a a bed there in that corner. Underneath the bed, in that back left corner, there's a pair of and they undershorts underneath a rock under there. So it couldn't have just fallen back there. It was like placed there under a rock somehow. Bed was bolted to the to the floor, so it's not like you know. And uh, they were badly rotted and everything, so it wasn't like they were freshly put there by this lady. And uh, but the, no labels, marks, and no fluid or DNA of any. Or I guess you know, whatever fluids, hair, nothing. No DNA. But yeah, it is kind of odd that she was it all one big setup. Did she take it up she, there and put it there herself? She had some underwear rotting out in the yard that she just picked up. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna put this here, and then tell them to go look. I, I don't know. It's just odd that that, that that happened. There was something in that back left corner. Yeah. It's it's not um, that's that's kind of specific but like having, you know, hiking up there semi-regularly as I do, it's not uncommon for people to leave shit laying around or yeah. maybe I mean, that's pretty specific. Yeah. And I'll under give the you bed, that. I'll give you that. Under, under the bed with a rock on it. Right. And then you're just like, you know, that's, you know, but people will drop stuff. People will leave stuff. Yeah. Shelters. People leave garbage. Right. Um, it's not uncommon to see clothes or clothing items out there when you hike sometimes. People drop stuff all the time. Yeah. And this, this is a quote from, it was impossible for it to have fallen between the mattress and the wall. It was intentionally put there. Yeah. Under what, the bed, shoved in the corner. Do you remember what the time frame was on that? Like if it was years later? Because um, you just see. wonder like that if was, somebody had gone up there and like, you know, placed something there to... That was page 41, and I'm looking at it right now. Because people will like do stuff like that, you know? They'll, they'll uh, the weird fascination with things like this. They'll get in there and... The letter, da, 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 August 4th, or I'm sorry, October 4th, 1969. Oh, so just a few months so, later. Yeah. 
That's when that took place. But we can assume also that the search had been called off by that point. You know? Yeah. And if October, when did you say it was June? Yeah. Okay. Somebody wants to, if somebody had the intention of perhaps giving themselves some sort of, I don't know, like furthering their reputation. Right. Maybe she went up there or had somebody go up there and put something in there. I don't know. Or maybe she's legit. Or maybe she has something. Don't know. But anyway. Yeah. It's just, it, I don't know. I just, I just found that weird. So, of course, her name is redacted, but... Oh, her name is? Yep. Yep. Just nice white square. I was trying to um, figure out a way to unredact. I've seen people try to do that. Is it possible on digital? Well, like, there was a... Um, there was a news. Remember I sent you that? It was like there was some sort of a court yeah. case going on and the court had released some documents and however it was, they were, they released them, I guess as a PDF. And I guess perhaps maybe if you redact them digitally with a PDF, whatever it was, the, the reporter did, they saved them or converted them to like a word document or something. Or a different text document. The, the original stuff still there. And it was just essentially underneath this digital redaction. And they were able to see all the names and everything. And they got really, really pissed at them for doing that. Yeah, I'd imagine so. <laughs> the, the court did. And this was recent too. I want to say it was with the um, Parkland shooting case that's been going on down there. Where they were, it's been happening recently. Yeah. With that little goofball. I want to say it had something to do yeah. with that. So they released them as a, I think, as a PDF, and then they just converted them to something else as a little trickery. Yep. And you could, uh, you can see it. See the, yeah. Hmm. I was yeah. trying to do it with this. Well, that's like a very specific. Like if it's still the same file that you're getting, not posted on the internet, downloaded, posted, reposted over and over and over again. Yeah. yeah. If it's directly from the source, or if they didn't perhaps convert it. Yeah. I don't know how that works. In a certain way themselves before they released it. Yeah. Um, whatever. I didn't have the good Adobe, so I couldn't <laughs> actually uh, convert the files. You yeah. got to pay for that. The stuff's harder to get now. Remember back in the day, I used to have all kinds of yeah. bootlegs. Subscriptions to everything now. You can't even. I know. Those days are over. So anyway, yeah, it was. Um, they did do some inquiring. And they did do some uh, investigating to some degree. I mean, I don't... Again, this is the same... No new conclusion. No, but just the fact that we've... Didn't know anything about... Nobody right. knew anything about what kind of investigating they did. Or what sort of, like, people they were looking at. Yeah people that were actually there in Cades Cove, like that one dude I was talking about. and Yep, yep. You know, some discrepancies in, like, distances and stuff like that, that's kind of important because, you know, can make the difference in determining whether or not somebody could, you know, make a difference. And right. if people didn't know and if we didn't, um, we can just kind of, you know, we're always going to revisit these things anyway. Mm -hmm. Like with this, you know, things we didn't know when we did our episode oh, yeah. that, you know... But like, um, and I couldn't remember if Dwight had mentioned 
that in the podcast making that that hike so i wanted to bring that up too yeah just that it it could be done and it's also important to remember like if a person hopped on that trail that time of year uh you know dennis disappeared roughly i think around 4 four thirty in the afternoon and uh sunset uh that time of year 1969 was uh like 9.20 p.m. So, damn. I looked that up. So, there was five hmm. hours of daylight. Yeah. Which is still like, you know, if, if he was, you know, 30, 40 yards away, how is it yeah. nobody could, you know, find him just that far away with grandfather there, father, yeah. Yeah. friends, family, other people? Yeah, that is, I mean, I guess he didn't have his Apple Watch on for his location services or anything like that, huh? Right. Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I had something. For, oh, Dwight in that interview. Remember he talked about the crow, the smelling of the crow, and he bets that he's down there somewhere in that whatever area that is? Yeah, it's... Um, Where was that? It's, uh, it was off of the Boat Mountain Trail. Which is like a jeep I mean, trail, is it? I know it's. I know it's been a long time. Why doesn't somebody go down there and look? You'd never find anything. You don't think it was some type of scans of some sort? So you is know. it not? Not that it's not worth it. But you know what I mean? Money like, wise, I mean, is it like they say every year with the foliage when the leaves fall? Yeah, it's uh, what a few inches at least of more that falls yeah. down. So you're talking fifty plus years, almost sixty years, right? There's you, there's nothing. There's no, no way, to, way you could uh, even if you use plus one of critters. Those, you know all the all the bears. Right, right, right. There would be nothing yeah, left. I guess that's true. Little child. Yeah. You know. Yeah. All right. I was just. I don't know. It just seems like know. the FBI. My interpretation, looking at these files, they just sort of seem to, uh, sort of write it off too quickly, as a missing child, just a kid that wandered off. I think they use that same wording in some of the. You know, when they're yeah. talking about the whole thing, the guy, the, the kid just wandered off and, you know, he, that's it. You know, they're in a, a, a vast wilderness up there, you know? Yeah. And there was nothing about, at least I didn't see it, anything about the, you know, the, the, the green berets and military up there. I didn't see anything about that. Like no. Talking about it in a weird way. Yeah. Like nothing like they weren't button heads or, you know, anything like that. Like you. You would think, you know, in a movie, you know, you got the FBI comes in, everybody's... Oh, this is my jurisdiction. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No. I, you know, yeah. I guess everybody was cooperating for the most part. But again, it yeah. was the largest search, which uh, if you're not familiar with it, I guess in, in the National Park and and uh, up to that time and since then, I guess this is the one that really changed all of the uh, search and rescues after the fact because they realized you can't just put, like they did, 1,400 people up there. Yeah. You know to canvas the area you're going to trample over any sign as yeah. Dwight would call it i get the I, I get the idea behind it but it's no good what's that getting that many people you think the more people the better the odds of finding them but it's no good yeah you want to close it off and yeah. <clears throat> get a few uh trackers professional trackers in there yep 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 <sighs> Oh, it was uh, I mean, just looking at the notes there. Uh, William, he had, uh, Dennis's father had written a letter to um, Duncan at the time. 
uh, just uh, essentially wanting to. Did you see anything about that? I was talking about that in the thing, and I think the letter's actually in there too. And Duncan wrote a letter to was he a state senator? Was a representative? Wrote a letter to uh, J. Edgar Hoover, and his letter to J. Edgar Hoover is in the uh, files as I think well. I have it right here. The actual letter. I think so. There's. I, mean, I think there were a few things. Was it regarding? This is about the uh, the investigation of the two. This is the one where it mentions page thirty eight, where it mentions the uh, investigation. Those two questionable characters. Characters, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if that's the one you're talking about. There's a few letters that are going back and forth in these, yeah. So just, documents. So. That's kind of interesting. I didn't know that you know Duncan had, you know, he had been contacted directly, I guess, by William, and then he wrote a letter to J. Edgar Hoover, who was a piece of shit, by the way. <laughs> I knew something. Was- <laughs> I was ready, and not like he would give, a, not like he would give a rat's ass about uh, some kid disappearing in the. Uh, it's you know at that at that level, I guess it's all just posturing. Well, I wrote a letter to the right. Jager Hoover. I mean, his signature's stamped on it. Sincerely yours, Tunk Jager Hoover. So did he even write it? Yeah, I mean, look at that at the bottom there. Yeah, it's just like a, you know, not even like a fake signature stamp. It's just like a bold printed. I'm sure he never saw this. Yeah, probably not. But, you know, it is stuff, I don't know, it's just stuff like that you get to see in these documents. That's that's why they are kind of cool. Yeah. Cool, you know, interesting, rather. Cool. Cool. It's cool Cool. as shit, man. Cool. Yeah. No, but, you know, it doesn't, again, it doesn't really change much of anything as far as, like, uh, you know, the outcome of, trying to figure out what happened other than the fact that we just know now for for certain that there were some investigations that went on for for years they did do interviews they did try to locate people and interview people and talk to people and yeah you know so at the very least we wanted to talk about today just do a little update on the old uh, case there yeah yeah and also if people stumble across this let them know that those files are available because again had we not did you send that to me, the missing enigma, or did I just happen to see it myself? I think it was in our, because I, f- I f- believe I followed him when I was doing a YouTube upload. Okay. So I think you may have just seen it in the feed. Yeah. Perhaps. Gotcha. Yeah. And, uh, you know, everybody's been waiting, I guess, for years for something to be released from the FBI. Yeah. And this is uh, pretty much all we got. Yeah. Nothing well, groundbreaking, unfortunately. Nope, nope. nope. And again, I would like to have known uh, when and why and ha- had been able to ask because you can't always fully interpret things from FBI documents. So I was, you know, I was kind of wanting to get an agent, which, you know, isn't going to happen. But at the time of this recording, anyway, we haven't contacted anyone or one of them contacted us back to ask a few questions. Yeah. I wonder if we can get a FBI agent on this podcast. That's familiar with the case. Sign a release. From back then. Oh, they're dead. We'll tell them we're not recording. We promise. Agents uh, Estill and Reich were apparently the two agents that were working. These were the agents, the local agents in Knoxville. Estill. How do you pronounce or spell that? E-S-T-I-L-L and Reich. How do you like that? R-I-K-E. So those were the ones that were, I guess... um, working on this specifically in the Knoxville office. Huh. Anyway, again, yeah. go back and listen to our other episodes. We go into the specifics, specifics, more information there of, of the actual disappearing and the way it all played out and everything. Right. And we talk about some of the other interesting cases. 
that are uh, sort of associated with missing 411 in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. And uh, go look at those files for yourself. Exactly. And again, they will be in the show notes. A couple links. Right. To Make them. Nice and easy for you. Yeah. Just click on it. It'll take you right to it. Hyperlinks, baby. Dig them. Yeah. Well, I think that's all I got on this topic. Do you... Everything else? I don't think so. Yes. Yeah, okay. Pretty, that's pretty good. dry. Yeah. I think okay. we just, you know, wanted to talk about that and let people know that they're available. Yeah. And just talk about a few of the discrepancies that were kind of interesting. I right. like it. I dig it. I think we nailed it. I think so. Well. We're back again. <laughs> <laughs> like we left, you know. Well, we're going to. We talked ourselves into it and we were able to do it, man. Yeah. And we're going to do it again very soon. It's good. I need to do it. This is going to be. The next one, anyways, is going to be the big two O. Yep. What are we going to do for that? Is it going to be the me bitching about cancer? No, I mean like something special. We didn't do a Halloween episode this year. No. A lot of stuff was going on. Yeah, they couldn't do it. And I, I, you didn't want to do the same stuff with Ty and you know all that. It's, it's old hat. Yeah. Yeah. So ghost stories. Yeah. <laughs> old news. At an unnamed resort, is that what it was? It was, was Blackberry it? Farm. Okay. I don't care anymore. Okay. Yeah. All right. Which I think, uh, after listening to that, I bl- BlackBerry comes up quite often in that episode. I, yeah, I say we're not going to say it, and then, yeah, the ghost of BlackBerry. Yeah, so. And it's said all throughout. Yeah, what can you do? Well, maybe next year we can do another. I mean, who there, was is way, to, there was too much going on this year, man. Who is to say? Just hear me out now. Okay. Why do we have to follow all the other sheep? Why can't we do a Halloween special in July if we want? Hey, we can. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. Last I checked, this is America. It's a free country. A Thanksgiving episode. Thanksgiving at the true story behind Thanksgiving. A Christmas episode. The true story behind Christmas. A New York Year's. <laughs> <laughs> a New York. A New York a New episode. Year's, yeah. A New, yeah. Uh, a New Year's Eve episode. Yeah. Live. I like that. Open lines. I do like that. Ooh. Just, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Open lines. We'll get some some uh, people calling in. If East we, of the Rockies. We don't have a phone line to... Yeah. Uh, we'll do some DMs. We'll get on Instagram live. So, yeah. Did you... Uh, before we... Um, did you... I don't know if you wanted to talk about any of the... You, you didn't want to bring up the reviews or anything? I think we should. On the website, tabofx.com, it does say if you message us or anything... Give you a little shout out. Okay. So what the hell? Should we read some of these reviews or you just want to give the names? You had them available, right? I got them right here. Because you like it. You want to talk about them. It encourages some interaction, I think. I did not know that's what those were. I thought those were your notes, but... No, the big font like this so you can read all the all the goodness. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, so we got Nick Van L. He said, which I think... Yeah, okay. This one he this one he did start out with the Dennis Martin episode and Dwight McCarter interview. He says the title of the thing is The Vexed Boys, and I do like that. We should call ourselves that. It's the Vexed Boys here. Change the uh the title of the of the podcast altogether. Yeah. It's not bad. Terribly vexed with the Vexed Boys. Yeah, or like a byline, I guess, or a, uh, a subtitle. That way instead of with <laughs> Justin and Josh, we don't have to do that 
you know, how we argue every time we make something. Who's, whose name comes first? Yeah. Yeah. We, we've I got, just give it to you. We've gotten into fist fights before over that. That's the courteous. Well, I think you should be. We've wrestled. <laughs> we've wrestled yeah. it out. Yeah. Yeah. He says, these guys are great. Their episodes are great. I love it. I mean, I love it. It's just beautiful. And I would have to say, they are terribly vexed. That is correct, sir. I mean, you are right. Yeah. We are. And then he begs a little bit here. Please don't stop making episodes. Please. <laughs> well, if you know, if if shitty things in life would stop happening, we'd be a little more. We'd be you know on a more regular basis. But you know, yeah, under the uh, microscope right now for some damn reason. There's a cloud, dark cloud, man. Well, we'll get through this. Yeah. It's always darkest before dawn, they say. That's Batman what they say. Said that. They say all kinds of stupid shit, don't they? Yeah, they do. He goes on to say, speaking of disappearance of Dennis Martin, an interview with Dwight McCarter was the first two at were the first two episodes I listened to, and they are great. Wow. Also, the other episodes are great. Great work, boys. Boys with a Z. Nice. Yeah. Nice. The vexed boys. We're trying. We're yeah. trying, everybody. You know, we're trying to trying to squeeze this in as, as as often as possible. Yeah, I mean, so that was a five star. We got another five star from Lenny in PNW. I believe that's Pacific Northwest. I could be wrong though. I think you're right. Fun and interesting, like shooting the breeze about conspiracy theories with a couple of friends. That's, that's the a, vibe we're trying to put out there. That's I think exactly what we were going for. Yeah, a lot of humor, banter, but interesting facts that are. Well, it says that are, I think what he meant to say, that often present a little different side of the story from events you may think you know all the facets of. We will never lie to you all. I want you all to know that right now. I will never fucking lie to you. And I think that's a great quality. Ever. Yep. It's not what I'm here to do. We're here to get the facts. Yep. Okay. Yeah. The reality of the situation, whatever that is, wherever it takes us. Exactly. And then we got another one. You ready for this? A woman, a girl, Jules Queen says, glad I found you. Love to listen to you both. Enjoy the Josh tirades. I'm I'm getting more comfortable with the idea that I'm free to rant and rave. Yep. That's what everybody loves about you. That's what yeah. I love about you most. And I think you may see that in the next one. Oh, yeah. So keep on keep on look out for that. Yeah. Uh, she says, wish you could film the podcast at the same time just to watch the interaction and finger pointing. Yeah, we're getting there, you know? Yeah. Which we, maybe for the live, for the, <laughs> yeah, for the live special, just <laughs> pointing at I each other. I don't think I've ever... We don't really point at each other. We don't really argue with each other so much. We just we look at our notes and point at them as we're reading it. Yeah, we're yeah. in this together. Yeah. But we could do like a live, we could do an Instagram live. IGL. Yeah. I don't know. I've never done that special. Before. I've never done a live anything on the internet. I haven't either. That's part of what it's I like about scary. doing this is it's not, because I could just take out anything I want in this. We can it. fix it. Yeah. We can make it right. Yeah, live, they see all the, the terror on our faces when there's a silent moment of, oh God, what next? What next? Uh, oh, when I get to show off this mo- mustache though, that's that true. Were the, it's a great which mustache. Which is the whole point I even grew this thing. Yeah, it's damn good. It's, it's looking great. a character. Okay? This isn't real. Especially when you smile, like I said. 
Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> Flattens right out, curves at the ends. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then she ends it up with this. I love this, right? Because, and your friend's going to love this too. I also love the long editions. Listen on the 20-minute car rides to work and especially appreciate it during the two-and-a-half-hour drives. And here's the last part. Ignore the one-hour friend. You hear that? Yeah. We were told to ignore you. Oh, I caught that. If he's listening to this. It really... Um, Keep it going. That's how she ends it. Yeah, well, uh, the one-hour thing isn't really feasible most times. Yeah. And it's it's too constricting, so it's... You know, yeah. some people like a, a nice, concise, short podcast. We kind of, way we're doing it, we kind of want a little more freedom. To kinda, I also I enjoy the podcasts that are a little more free, you know, just free form. Not as structured. Yeah. Especially ones that are edited, all the silence are edited. It's like, it's too, you can just tell it's fake and yeah, I don't like it. It's not what we're going for here. Yeah. Don't dig it. So we're not going to do that. And you're right. We're going to keep rolling with the whatever. Yep. However long it takes. Yeah. All right. So thank you all for your kind words. Yes, thank you all. And for listening and keep listening. Appreciate it. Yeah, as usual. Close her out? Sure. Yep. Uh, If you like it, go to iTunes, rate, review, subscribe. Go to tellyvex.com. Send us a message there. Yep. Instagram, Podcast. I think so. And you go to youtube.com slash terribly vexed. Maybe there's a podcast at the end there. Yeah. Just look up terribly vexed. It's the, it's the only one that comes up. So get in touch with us anywhere you can. By all means. Yeah. We have a, you, you mentioned the YouTube, right? Yep. Go do something there. Yeah. Go say hi there. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> it's perfect. All right. Well, uh, until next time. Yeah. We'll see you next time, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>